pee go in and out at the same time. And welcome back to <laughs> a new episode of Twig, uh, your favorite podcast starring Funke. Hey, that's me, Daniel. Hey. And Farouk. Uh, this is Yeet. Hey. hey, this is a podcast for Play Underground, our site where we do stuff sometimes when we can. About video games and pop culture. <laughs> yeah. When we Big can. emphasis on when we can. When we can, because we're students. We're busy. We write Listen, stuff. Listen, y'all. The grind don't stop. It doesn't stop. And we have it to get this like. paper. So when we actually do make something, it's amazing. Uh, it's just not always as consistent as we want it to be. Uh, <laughs> let's get this buck lover, y'all. <laughs> let's get it. Let us. Let's get it. Yeah. Um. So let's start it off as we always do. What have we been playing, my gamers? Oh. <laughs> you, you. Before we start, I just want to emphasize Max is not here because they are stuck on the MTA, New York trains be like, and they just sent me a text, and this white man still singing. I just thought everyone should know. Okay. The white man is still singing. Yeah. yeah, we usually have Max here. Shout out Max Meditite. Um, Shout out to Max. But he is stuck on the tram, in it? Yep. Um, so yeah, we're going to continue the gaming train with Adam. Oh yeah, this is a fireside chat. We're not being super serious <laughs> or anything. We're just talking about our lives and catching up. Nah, in this the... is 100% serious. Yes. Games yeah, it's, it's art. Right Games are art. This is, a pr- this is performance art this podcast <laughs> as the cheeto Actually. dust falls off my fingers <laughs> video games are we have a art. script we're reading right now and this is part of the script it's actually really meta that's crazy uh so you, you guys want to go first or should i go um but the game stuff you have anything daniel i think you should go okay huh see the thing is like it's been a while since we last recorded, and I've been playing a lot of games. That's so. good. <laughs> Usually we don't play shit. We play one yeah. and a half games. <laughs> Same here, though. Like, I've been beating shit. Like, I have beat multiple games. It's actually, like, really shocking. <laughs> I'm surprised at you. Have you, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> have you beaten anything? Yeah. I actually beat something since the last time we recorded that wasn't, like, the one game that we all beat. Um, I was... beat Yakuza Kiwami 2, finally. Wait, what was the game that we all beat last time? Spider-Man! Woo-hoo! That's what? the game that I feel like we should dedicate some time we, to. Yeah, we can talk about that in a bit, but talk about uh, Kiwami 2. Yakuza Kiwami 2 rules. It, <laughs> it like, uses, like, this new fighting engine that, like, Six <clears throat> also took on. So, like, if you've seen my videos that I've been, like, posting on Twitter every once in a while, like... You can run into shit on the streets and, like, have it fall over. You can get into fights in shops and, like, break stuff. And then the shopkeepers get mad at you and kick you out. You can actually square up. And it's, like, (laughs) it's just so fun to push the game to its limits and see what exactly you can get away with. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the main thing that happened was I beat the story. And I'm actually kind of disappointed in the ending. Oh, you don't think it was a good ending? I don't think it was a good ending. And it's surprising because this game's, like... Like, Kiwami 2 is a remake of um, Yakuza 2, which came out, like, a while back. I don't want to... That's PS2 stuff, right? (laughs) PS2, I think, yeah. Yeah, if not PS3. No, PS2 for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay. And, yeah, so what happens is, basically, like, the whole game is about family and, like, um, how deep family ties run. Like, there's a lot of 
I guess, non-nuclear families in the game. Uh, Kiryu, the main character, adopted someone. Like, Kiryu was an orphan who was raised by an ex-Yakuza member, or by a Yakuza member. Uh, and, like, there's so many times in the game where it's like, oh, you were actually related to this guy? You, you guys are cousins, or whatever the fuck? And what happens is... Um, <laughs> you seem out of breath. You seem tired. I am out of breath. I'm tired because I'm just sad about this ending. Uh, Kiryu makes a choice at the end of the game. A game that um, damn Bioshock jeopardizes like the family that he has. Um, you wait. Do you have any agency in this? Like, can you be like, no? What? No, bro. How how it's... does any game come out that doesn't la- let you make a choice? I feel like that's ridiculous. I think, yeah, because I can get away with it, because it's just, like, it's basically a movie or a book, but, like, with fighting scenes in between the chapters or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah, so he ends up, like, sacrificing himself, like, it wasn't even a sacrifice, he could have made it out of, like, a building's about to explode. He gets spoilers! It's like, huge spoilers. You just made so. someone rage quit. <laughs> I made the bot leave. You made the <laughs> robot that just sits around listening to us leave. This is like, like I'm not gonna spoil anything. Like this is just like, okay. I guess it's like light spoilers, but I'm not gonna name names or anything. Mm-hmm. Basically, a building's about to explode. Uh, Kiryu gets in a fight with like the main rival of the game, and like the bomb is ticking. It's like two minutes down. He like beats up this dude, and then like at the end of the fight, he's all beat up, and he's there with a love interest in the game, and like she's okay and they're like right beside an elevator they have the chance to get into the elevator and get down the building but they end up just sitting there and like it gets all weird and melodramatic with some um i guess it's like ballad rock or whatever uh and they end up like kissing Ooh. like i know it's kind of saucy wait isn't he uh, asexual i thought it was ace <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no no what uh-huh Kiryu is AIDS. I've been seeing those posts on Twitter. Is that a thing? I I, people say that. I mean, I, mean, I, I guess like a people lot of people say he's never seen a boob. That's oh, that's not true. In the game, there are side missions where you go to like. Um, there are side like, missions where you have sex. Where you? <laughs> I think if they were in the game, they were probably patched out when they were brought to America. But like, <laughs> there are points in the game where you go to like internet cafes and like you talk to um like e-girls and like cam shows and stuff Damn. or yeah You're ripping off uh, my <laughs> life here what the hell interesting <laughs> i interesting, got a suit interesting. <laughs> so yeah uh after kissing like his love interest on top of the building like the one thing that he says to her or like one of the things is like yeah my daughter won't mind that like i'm sacrificing myself or dying here she she knows what's up and like no, she would not understand is my biggest problem uh-huh. because, like, she loves this guy. He's basically her dad. Like, he raised her. And for him to just go out in a blaze of glory when he could have made it out by just going down a fucking elevator, like, it makes me mad. <laughs> and the thing is, okay, this is a spoiler. So if you care about Kiwami 2 at all, like, Plug your ears for the next minute or so. Wait, I do. Plug I don't want to hear ears. this. Okay, fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna... Okay, basically... You didn't like the ending. I didn't like the ending. There's a part 
after the credits that disappointed me a lot <laughs> even more than the straight up ending even more than the straight up ending like damn it's just very bad and well maybe we could we when max plays it or what i feel like he's gonna play it before i do you guys could have a spoiler cast about it and get more mm-hmm. into it or just write a joint article or i something. might write something like i just want to rant about this because it really pissed me off and it was like against the spirit of the game like at this point he's like three games into the series i want to say he's in his 30s which is like a time where you need to start making like good choices right good responsible choices mm-hmm. but he still makes like i don't know dumb youthful mistakes and part of it is like the energy of the game where it's like yeah we're all about bravado honor and all that but it just didn't sit right with me yeah <laughs> it was all yeah so it was just like a tonal switch then i guess you're saying at the end of it it just didn't do what yakuza usually does i mean I guess ultimately that is like such a yakuza ending. Okay. But, like, but you wanted them to do something different. Y- yeah, like thinking practically, thinking like real world. Okay. That just wouldn't. It didn't make sense to me. Is all. Damn. Okay. Mhm. That was real shit. What else have you been <laughs> like? Real shit. What else have you been playing? I just want to talk about Spider-Man. So you get through your stuff, uh, and then we can talk about Spider-Man. Oh, we can talk so much about Spider-Man. We can. I want to talk about him. I want to talk about Farouk, him. Farouk, have you played any video games? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I have not played any. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> what you been? Yeah, what have you been doing? You've been watching anything? I've been watching a lot of movies. Yeah, we've been um, on that grind. We watched. We have been on the movie shit. grind recently. What have we watched? Weird ass shit. We saw Gerald's game oh, last night, oh. which was a lot to take in. I don't even want to talk about that. That was just yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> don't watch Gerald's game. Just like serious. Don't watch that. Serious movie. trigger warning for that movie. I mean, I, please be I careful. I guess it's good, but like the shit that happens in it is over the top. Yeah, <laughs> like they don't warn you for anything absolutely not um but we also saw creep creep i honestly been sitting on it i've been thinking about it thinking about it, thinking about it. it's so good it's actually a good really movie. good net horror movie it's on netflix y'all should watch that one if you're american it's on netflix um, yeah not on camera is it not for us no it's not sadly damn i wanted to creep show two is also on netflix we should watch that soon yeah um, we should yeah but that was good creep is so good because I just I was thinking about this and I think that it's good because he could leave at any time. Like it's most horror movies mm-hmm. like they're trapped in there and they like don't have any means of escaping. But in this one there's a, it's such a specific situation. I'll give some context. It's just about like a videographer who's taking a job to film this guy for a whole day and he's getting paid like $1000. So he just has to like film this dude at a remote cottage. It's really sus. Like it gets sus at the beginning and the cameraman knows it's sus. But the fact that he can always walk away is such an interesting, like, emotion that it evokes in you, the audience. Because you're usually yeah. used to, like, being so, like, strained and, like, in such a, a claustrophobic environment. But he could just leave. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, spoilers. One second. Spoilers. He does leave. And then you're just like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, the, like the, the stakes change so much. Yeah. At different rates that you're never sure of what's going uh-huh. on. Yeah. 
I remember talking with you, Funke, after the movie. Like, I honestly expected the whole movie, again, light spoilers, to take place at the cottage. Yeah. Like, I really thought, like, that's where the whole movie would be, and it would just, like, like, I thought the whole movie was going to take place over the day that he was filming the dude. And, and then it ended up like going further than that, and I was like, "Wait a minute! It, it, it's, this just gets worse." The fact that we didn't even but know it's different. Yeah, it's very strange. He, they just like threw that curveball at us, and like I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> like he was in his home afterwards. Like mm-hmm. he left the cottage. He left the creepy yeah. guy. He should be safe. Mm-hmm. But man, ugh. Watch that movie, that guys. Please man. watch that. He's literally a creep. He's a creep. Good. He's so weird. He's so, <laughs> so weird. Like, so weird. And I, Worst dude. You know he's weird from the start. You know he's weird from the <laughs> title before you watch the movie. It's creep. Yeah. <sighs> what else did we watch? We watched the uh, the one in the other language with the, the guy who's bearing the skeleton. Do you remember that? Oh, Demon. Demon, yeah. That Demon, cool. that was that was cool. That was pretty cool. It was Polish. Interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I've also been watching... We also watched Annihilation together. Oh, that was a thing. That was so oh, good. Yeah. Cool-ass movie. <laughs> oh, my God. They sent four lesbians and Tessa Thompson, <laughs> or, and Natalie Portman into a fucking <laughs> yeah. wormhole uh, or some shit. That was so weird. It was such a weird movie. That was, it was so cool. So cool. Yeah. God. Yeah. That was so. And the monster, that bear, that bear was crazy. Oh my god. Uh, whoever like oh thought of that concept for that bear is a genius. You are a sick fuck. <laughs> right? Holy shit. What did you experience in life to come up with that shit? <laughs> Imagine being in the room with whoever was pitching that. Like just looking yeah. at that's your friend. It's that photo of the girl from Seinfeld and she goes, haha, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, all right. <laughs> it was good. It was a. It was yeah. a good time. Um, yeah, I think those are the main movies we watched together. I've seen a couple others, but those are the big ones we watched together. So, now, any I, any standouts from what you've watched without me? Um. So I've been watching a couple older classic horror films for my horror movie class. I got to see the original Dracula in 35mm at the my local theater, the Music Box Theater. Shout out the Music Box Theater. Cool-ass theater in Chicago. Uh, that was cool. And then I saw this, uh, I believe it's Japanese. Um, it's this movie called Why Don't You Play in Hell? And it's a movie about movies. It's like meta-cinematic. And it's Ooh. my new, like, one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. It's so oh. fucking fun. Like, it's so fun. And it's so funny. Wow. Wait. It's ba- the plot of the movie is the Yakuza wants to make a movie. Hmm. Hell yeah. And Everyone. there's, like, a Full rival. Circle. There's, like, rival <laughs> gang shit going on. And, like, just to, like, explain, like, one thing that happens. They're like, okay, we're going to go over here and murder all these people. Why don't we just film it and call it a movie? So they're like, mm-hmm. let's put this in theaters. <laughs> like, <laughs> us actually murdering people. No. Oh, it's wait, so, so like, the crazy. people that they killed were actually, like, real people that got killed? No, not like that. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But, like, like in the movie, the, ki- the, the actors playing the Yakuza oh. are going to kill the rival gang. 
And so they're and so they're making a movie within the movie. Oh, like, so there's like a lot of thi- there's a lot of like fourth wall. Like there's a lot of layers to this movie. It's really smart, especially for a movie that's like so like comedic. Like it actually has so much to say about movies, about the art form, about the film industry. And there's so many layers, and it's so smartly written, and it's so fun. It's so fucking fun. Like. Uh, Max and I were watching it. It's so fucking funny. Like, I can't get over that movie. I, I want to rewatch it soon, so hopefully we can have, like, a movie night. Oh, yeah, I'd totally soon. be down to watch that. Because I loved mm-hmm. it. It's so crazy. It reminds me of Sunny with a Chance. <laughs> or for you wow. gamers wow. out there. Wow, deep cut. Uh, Deadpool. He's also known for breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. So... <laughs> He is known for that. Like, I would say the if you like him, I would say this movie is better than either of those. You think it's better than Deadpool? Absolutely. <laughs> you better watch out what you say because he might call you out in the next movie. He he has a big mouth. Oh, yeah. If if he did that, <laughs> that might be my favorite thing that's happened. From I've been talking shit about superhero movies for so long. I deserve it if, at this point. If Deadpool, said, I'm like Viola Davis. Like shoot me. I deserve it. Like do it, please. Uh uh, she killed it in Suicide Squad. She did. She did. <laughs> yeah, she, did. She, she really was in that movie. I forgot about that. <laughs> she Holy was good shit. In it. She was. It was weird, though. It was like a couple different movies going on at once. That's what it yeah. felt like. Um, I've been gaming. I've been watching stuff and gaming. Look at me. I watched Maniac, nice. which, man... That is so sad. It's so, like, happy, sad, melancholic. It was nice. It was just, like, a lot of thinking and therapy of these mm. these two characters, played by Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, super baddies, uh, all grown up, <laughs> <laughs> and, and acting for real. And it was very, like, jarring to see them in, in the position where they're, like, serious actors, because mm-hmm. I've only seen them together in Superbad. And I know they've been doing like other movies since i don't really care about them as actors uh until <laughs> until maniac now i'm like okay wow they're both tight uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep tabs on them but yeah the movie is so good the doctor have you guys seen a picture of the doctor her fit with the glasses no, and no. the cigarette i'm uh, doctor maniac i'm not getting anything here oh don't look up doctor maniac <laughs> yeah i'm getting a lot <laughs> What is it? <laughs> it's not what we want. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I fuck. I forget the doctor's name. There's a couple of doctors actually. Um, it's like Doctor Who. It's Doctor. It Who. is kind of like Doctor Who. <laughs> Here, I found a picture. It's like Doctor Pepper. It's like Doctor uh... Pepper. Here, I sent it in general. On the okay. left, you've definitely seen someone post it better. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. She yeah. is a very good actress and helps carry the cool. movie. Like, I don't know. They they all did stellar performances. And the movie is just, like, full of callbacks and weird cognitive mm-hmm. things that you're just like, what is going on here? Uh, and I think it really deals with mental health in a, in a positive way that not many things do. Netflix killed it with that one. Netflix original. That's their first time addressing <laughs> they mental redeemed health. Themselves. Well. 
Like, yeah. A fucking Netflix redemption arc. Original that did that. That addressed mental health well. I mean, it does. Uh, Jonah Hill's character does have schizophrenia. I don't know how well that was portrayed. I, I don't know much about schizophrenia, but in terms of right. like depersonalize, depersonalization and derealization and anxiety and just like talking about your problems, it, it's very good at mm-hmm. uh, dealing with all that stuff. Um, cool. Yeah, that was like a, I, I watched nice. that was while I was procrastinating for class, and <laughs> geez, man, I was just I woke up the next day sad. People were like, "What's up, funky?" I'm like, "Nothing, <laughs> like nothing's <laughs> nothing. up, bro." Just watch nothing. Maniac, then talk to me. Uh, Mood, but yeah. Other than that, I've been watching Seinfeld <laughs> for the first of time. This oh guy, yeah, this this such guy. a blast, honestly. Chris and Farouk, I think, watched the first episode with me, and mm-hmm. it's great. It's just, it is good. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll come yeah. back with my review once I'm done every episode. But right now, I would love this show if it was airing. I would love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a millennial Seinfeld. We do. But right now, Some I think it's say fun. it's the Office. No, you they're know. not millennials. <laughs> hey, someone get Daniel. We need like podcast. teens. <laughs> get him off. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey guys. Uh in terms of video gaming though, I literally just beat Doom like an hour ago. Um Already? Yeah. And how was that? Uh you might have seen in my tweet. I said it's a the most video game ass video game. Uh and it was just so fun. Like Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. You're just going to hell with a shotgun and killing demons. <laughs> if you've thought of the game like that's what it is. And I know it came out in 2016. Everyone's already talked about it. Um, but damn, like, this game goes. It's a very fun. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. If this was any... If if anything was slightly different, it might have felt repetitive or, or boring at some points. But it is the same gameplay loop a lot. And I don't know how they did it, but it, they made it fun each time. Mm-hmm. It's like... Have you guys played Halo 3? Yeah. It's the the shotgun in that game was immaculate, and the the shotgun in this game just feels so reminiscent of that. Uh, okay, because I never played the original Doom. I only uh, only played like Halo, which is the closest touchstone I have to Doom. Uh, and man, it just feels so satisfying to run around and shoot these demons in the face. Like that's what video games are, and it's it's nice to have a break from all the walking simulators I play and like. <laughs> weird book <laughs> games or movie games that are so borderline video games uh, and just get into the fucking blood everywhere. Boom. Heavy metal. Yeah. You're winning. Kill them all. Uh, kind of game. And I really feel like I downed a liter of Mountain Dew mm-hmm. while I was playing it. And I guess that's what any video game is trying to evoke in you. So good job. Yeah. Doom. Mm-hmm. Great job. You saying you saying heavy metal actually reminded me of another thing I watched that I forgot to mention. I saw Mandy, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Ooh. I've been meaning to watch it. How is oh it? my wait, wait, wait. fucking it by, god! It was made by Nicolas Cage. No, Nicolas it stars Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. He's yeah. in it. He's the main. Yeah. He's the main actor. Oh my god! Like, I think I already described this describe the movie like this to y'all but basically if you went to the craziest heavy metal concert imaginable but did a ton of xanax before you went that's what this movie is for two hours (laughs) like straight 
it's the slowest burn of intensity I've ever experienced. Like, like Funke, we watched Twin Peaks together, so you know, like the David Lynch weird yeah. thing. It feels like Sorry. this, like that the, the director probably watched a David Lynch thing and then did a ton of cocaine and was like, "Hold my fucking beer, I can fucking do this shit." <laughs> like, that's what the movie feels like. Like, it's so weird. Like, I can't tell. I have no clue what happened. Like, but- I can't tell you anything. I think everyone should watch it once, and I don't think it's a bad movie. It's definitely not for everybody, but I need everyone to watch it just so you know what I saw. Like, it's just so weird. My thing is that, like, I hated the second season of Twin Peaks. I think we all had our issues. That's absolutely fair. Yeah, we have our issues with Twin Uh, Peaks. Mine stemmed from, it just felt like a series that after the, the main reveal of the killer... Uh, mm-hmm. which was very good, like, so set up so well. I was like, wait, what? Mm. Uh, after that, it felt like a series that lost itself, like a, a series that was just trying to be weird for the sake of being weird. And I know there's, like, yeah. all sort of production issues and, and, and all that stuff we don't have to talk about, but mm-hmm. the fact that it was so weird, like, it did, weird without any substance behind it, like, backing yeah. it, I don't like that at all. Like, that just feels like... That's fair. Like, iCarly random whoa check it out yeah this guy's over here and he's yeah fake is he real i don't know is mandy mm-hmm. like that or is it do you think it, ha- it, it it's saying something mm-hmm. is it saying something about anything <laughs> or is it just weird <laughs> um so i mean you don't have to tell me what it is saying if you don't right. know or whatever but do you think it is mm-hmm. it has anything behind it so I would say um, there's a t- like one of the issues like just for context for Twin Peaks is that um, David Lynch doesn't care about plot like just in general like if you watch his movies and stuff he wants to elicit the feeling like he loves the idea of art whether it be movies or TV and how they can make you feel something that you genuinely that is genuinely so unique you've never felt it before which i can say like at least season one of twin peaks like again when you reveal the killer it's like the weird shit that happens in that show i'm like yeah this is a unique emotion to me yeah yeah um so he's really into that but the problem that happened with twin peaks is people were actually expecting a show like he was all in it for the art and the feeling but then people were like but i want to know who killed her yeah and he that wasn't his original intent, and that's why season two goes kind of off the rails. But in terms of, like, better David Lynch stuff, I'm thinking more of his movies. Like, if you've seen, I think Elephant Man is what he did, or Eraserhead. Um, that's kind of the context I'm going for with the movie. Okay. Mandy has, like, an actual plot and whatnot. And, like, there's, a, there's, like, a beginning, middle, end. It's not necessarily paced like a Hollywood film. Um, is it a but there's like a conclusion? I would say so. Absolutely. It's not like like it's it's what you would expect, I would say. Or it's what you would want, especially out of a um out of this movie. Baruch. Yeah. And Wait, can I talk about um, a movie real quick? Hello. Oh, you just If we're still on this quickly. point or did Farouk just die? You back, Farouk? Farouk? Hello. Farouk? Ghastly. Okay. Huh. <laughs> hey. Okay, wait. I don't know what happened. Okay, we're good? Yeah, we're good. Um, But he, like, like, there's a a genuine plot, and everything is there, and you are carried to an ending that is ultimately, like, 
what you would kind of want. Like, it doesn't necessarily go off the rails like that. Yeah. But in terms of, like, some of the shit he, like, the director plays with, and in terms of, you know, just, like, like how we get there, and whether or not some of the scenes are supposed to fit into the actual narrative, or if they're just weird-ass scenes that are in there for the art of it, like, I don't know for sure, like, what, like, all that happens in that movie for sure. Like, there's some weird-ass shit that, like, is this a dream sequence? Is this just in there for the sake of being in there is this actually part of the story i don't know you know but like it's really fucking weird <laughs> and it's it's like it's not again like if it was just weird and dumb which i end up seeing a lot of and i'm typically yeah. not interested in it i would yep. say um especially in like art like whether it be movies or music like i end up hearing or seeing a ton of experimental shit but it's just like dumb like that like it ultimately doesn't elicit anything out of me other than the original feeling. But this is, like, I would say, like, the reason I say it's worth one watch, which I think says something from my perspective. It made you feel something. Like, like... Like, it's worth one watch. Like, most, like, coming from me, for those of you who want to know, like, a critic thing. If I'm, if I see something that's really weird, but I'm not there, I'm not for sure on it. Um, If I say it's worth one watch, it's probably, like... Not as like dumb as like the Twin Peaks weird for the sake of weird type thing. Do, is, but I don't know if it's saying is anything. It, is it something that you would have to see in theaters? Or probably not. I don't think it's a requirement to see in theaters at all. I think it's only like streaming. Oh, unless it's like like it, it'll like. I ended like up seeing theater. it. I ended up seeing it just at my local music box theater, which okay. like always has cool shit going on. Mm. So I don't know if it's available anywhere else, but it's definitely worth a watch. Really weird. Nicolas Cage is the most normal part of the movie. Like that's basically that's how I can what say it. That's how you know it's so weird. Mad. When I was watching, <laughs> when when I was watching the movie, I was like, "Yeah, this is Nicolas Cage. Just fits here. Like this is not weird for him at all. Like th- he is not out of place." Which I think says something. <laughs> that says something that I don't want to know. <laughs> that's a really bold statement. It's a very bold statement. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so well, let's watch that. I mean, once it's online. Uh, oh, it's yeah. already online. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe we should have a little movie night for that. I'm thinking that. Yeah, because if you haven't seen it, Daniel, I, I'd watch it as as well. Um, yeah. Because that sounds cool. Um. Okay. What else? We we don't want to do too long of an episode. Max is in here. We don't have the money corner, but we have a lot of Room. questions. Questions. Do we want to do want to talk about a bit about Spider Man and and No Name, I guess, and and then go into questions. Sure. sure. So, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Peter Parker. Where do we even start? Favorite (laughs) friend in the neighborhood. That's what he says. I think that's what he says. He. Let's talk about Peter for a second. Okay. What <laughs> I like this approach. I like this approach. What what did you think of Peter? Um, I think he he he's like a mid twenties character at this point. Like he's graduated college, he's working at a lab and stuff. Yeah. And that's like all fine and good, but he does not act like a twenty year twenty something year old. No, he in acts New York. like seven year old me if I thought I was Spider Man <laughs> when I was twenty. 
a seven-year-old <laughs> playing a twenty-year-old. <laughs> go into that because, like, you, there is something there. Yeah, it is like the most. I mean, I I can believe it. It's it's not unbelievable, um, mm-hmm. but it just feels like he is missing something in in the way he acts. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Like Mary Jane is so smart. Like MJ is very very smart. And mm-hmm. Aunt May's good, and all the supporting characters get the gravity of the situation. But it seems like Peter is just like, everyone's good. Like, we can save the world. We just have to k- kill these <laughs> villains. And everyone's like, dude, we're living real lives. What are you What are you doing? It's like real. It's so real. Yeah, like the world around him is so well-constructed in the sense it feels alive. Um, walking around on the mm-hmm. street, like those are people. Not like Arkham, where everyone was just inside for some reason, uh, and it was just <laughs> criminals running rampant. Uh, there's dudes on the street. You can say hi to them. Um, That's so good. You can like do your little like finger gun at them yeah. oh and everything. Gosh, I love that. Um, but but Peter doesn't feel developed in a in a way that I think it's 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 good in a sense because. He does have powers, and he, he's been he's just been, like, I guess, thinking about the phrase, with great power comes great responsibility for such a long time. And he's been mm-hmm. a superhero, so he's kind of been out of touch with his, his, his fellow just youth. And I don't think he knows how to talk to people properly. Like, he, <laughs> he, he just has, like, MJ is talking to him, and there's some serious scenes. And it's just, like, like seeing some girl talk to her like childish boyfriend or something who just doesn't mm-hmm. get what's going on. Uh, like at one point they're going through why they broke up and everything, and Peter's just like, like rapidly pacing back and forth. And um, fuck, what happens? Uh, this was after the the Grand Central Station scene. You remember exactly what happened? Um, no, I just remember it being like you know the texting scene in that. Yes, scene, yeah, right? <laughs> yes. yeah, where... <laughs> yes, yeah. She's like he was like very millennial okay. in how he texted. Yeah, the scene it basically. She's like, thanks for, like, saving me or whatever, but, like, I don't need your help all the time. He's like, no problem. Um, do you want to, like, sleep in my house with me? She's like, Peter, we're not dating. (laughs) Like, this isn't happening. We broke up a long time ago. Like, get over it. (laughs) We can talk about this later. And he's just sitting there moping for, like, a whole montage. And it's just like, Peter, what? Like, what are you doing, man? Like, grow up. <laughs> and I like that they gave her a more serious role, and she's not just MJ, like who you have to save. I didn't particularly like her stealth sections, but I like. Oh no, they were not. Fun. I like that they gave her a character, like she was a, an addition to the plot. Nothing could have happened if she wasn't there. Like if, if she didn't mm-hmm. get that important uh, information that I won't spoil uh, to Peter, and then nothing would have would have happened. Peter would have lost. Um, but I think Peter, in general, is cool. I would have liked him so much more if I didn't see Tom Holland's performance in, in Homecoming and uh, Civil mm-hmm. War. Because I think that is the ideal Spider-Man. Like, just that, that geeky, like, oh, it's me, Peter, frogs in my mouth uh, kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, like if, if, I was, like, if I was younger and I was like, oh, I want a Spider-Man game, this would be it. Uh, but now mm-hmm. that I'm older and I see the character that Spider-Man is and... I see real life as well. I've experienced real life. Uh, mm. I do like Tom Holland's approach to a more realistic character because uh, mm-hmm. it feels like Peter Parker in the game is a comic book character in a world with real people. 
uh, yeah, which is weird. And I think like the way that the mm. world is actually constructed in the game, um, like allows for that. Like crime is so detached from what crime actually is in the game. Yeah. In the game, it's just like a like it, it exists in a vacuum. It's just like oh, these people are robbing the building, and it's up to you to stop them. And like the police don't do their fucking job, <laughs> you know. Like, well, that's probably those, realistic. Yeah. I would I, say that's realistic. But like there are cop towers everywhere that like predict crime, yet no one's stopping the crime and it's all on peter and in a sense though, again like like it's not like the other spider-man games where your morality would go down or whatever if you didn't mm-hmm. uh solve the crime or stop the crime um but in this game like he sees the crime going and he's just like oh i'll call it into my uh my police friend and she'll deal with it and then he goes away like even if you start uh like helping with a crime like someone's robbing a bank you can be like oh i don't want to fight this anymore and just walk away um, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I couldn't do it, but someone else can. <laughs> like, he, but like, he who the, the fuck? I don't know. Else? I don't know, but I didn't feel bad when I was abandoning missions because mm-hmm. I was bored. <laughs> like, right. Like, I think if that New York was real, it would be burning and like on fire, like within a day yes. with all the crime that's happening. Rampant. Like, uh, on that scale, on that scale, like people are like, I don't know, driving cars really fast through like downtown New York. And, the, like, yeah. it's up to Spider-Man to jump on the cart. Yeah, there's no way out. anyone is driving the above 30 miles an hour in I'm New sick. York. <laughs> Everything in Peter's life just points to him saying, fuck it, I'll be a supervillain. Uh, but he doesn't. Um, and <laughs> I just, I mean, I guess that's, like, honorable or whatever, but it just feels so crazy. Like, you can't mm-hmm. stop this. There's nobody helping you. It is just you. It's literally just you. He's all alone, and, like, the city is full of, like, like both criminals and villains. Mm-hmm. And there the city so is many... huge. The city is fucking huge. Like, it, it, yeah, and that's such an such important distinction. There's criminals, villains, and there's Peter Parker and friends. Like, there's no big other hero that's going to help you, even though they they exist in this world. Like, there's, there's the Avengers mm-hmm. Tower. It, it feels like... I guess a fault of the game is it doesn't feel like the, there's other heroes, and you f- you feel like everything is stacked against you. In a se- there are other heroes in New York City. Too, yeah, there's right? uh, there's so many. They're all in New York <laughs> They're City. They're like literally all in New York. <laughs> Every City. Every fucking to, like, hero <laughs> is down, in like, New they, York City. They shout out like Daredevil and like all those guys too. Like they're there. It would have been nice. I mean, like They're we did get a great shit. game, but hopefully in the sequel we do get to see those other heroes and the relationships peter has with them because i really want one of them to be like hey peter what the fuck like why do you think like this because every other superhero in in i guess relation to peter is is more mature uh Mm -hmm. and not in just a sense where like they don't crack jokes or anything they just understand the world a bit better than peter does um because he was Mm -hmm. thrust into this in in like high school right um Whereas they probably had more time or were doing it before then. Um, he just has a lack of uh, experience in a way that I can't, I can't verbalize properly, but it's just there. Like, he it's was frozen in time in, in after the, he became a hero. In the combat and the... Shit, just, my mic just stopped working. Oop. Okay, wait, hello. Hey. Hello, we can hear I you. I got you. you guys. This is so oh. cursed. Can you hear me? Wait. Hold on. Uh-oh. Wait. We're almost course correcting. Why? Okay, wait. <laughs> almost okay. course correcting. What does that mean? <laughs> ah! Wait. Can wait. you hear us? I think we're good. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're good sweet, now. Sweet, 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 sweet. Cool. 
Okay, so the point that I was saying yes, is that Spider-Man got frozen in time when he became a superhero, and, like, he didn't have the chance to, like, mature because yeah. he spent all his time chasing after supervillains and, like, doing the damn thing. He got Avatar of... anged. He got anged. He did get like, anged. Maturity anged, right? And, but, like, it doesn't make sense because he wasn't frozen in and time. And everyone literally. around him, it, it seems like they didn't get affected by that. Like, they, they actually went through life. Like MJ's even Miles, Miles as down well. to Miles. Miles went through so much more like character development than Peter God, did. Like spoiler alert, alert for like a, a certain scene. But there's an interaction between Peter and Miles, uh, Spider Man and Miles, I guess, where mm-hmm. Spider Man's like, "Hey, uh, if you see someone, just uh, call for me." And then he goes away. He's like about to like swing away, and then Miles is like, "Hey, what if you're not there?" Like. No, I'm not like you. Like I can't just beat up every bad guy I see, uh, mm-hmm. and and that's like telling as to who Peter is uh, again, uh, and to what Miles has experienced in his own life, um, and it, it's just good. That that part's good. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like in the next game, this is like big spoilers. Do you think we should drop the bomb? No. Oh, I just think, okay, but in we, the can, next we can game... talk about what we want from the next game. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since Spider-Man dropped. You Still, guys talk it's about just, it. I feel like it's a really important it's, thing. It's okay. really, it's super important. <laughs> uh, but you, if anything, like, okay, the thing that happens, I feel like will help Peter grow in the next game. Yes, I hope it does. I hope it makes him mature and actually like learn what it's like to be an adult. I think, yeah, I think it'll force him to do that in the sense that this game kind of did. It didn't really, though. Uh, mm-hmm. he still is the same guy, but I, I'd like to see him grow as a character, um, because they're putting him in this, like, uh, more, uh, juvenile way, uh, not, he's a nerd, though, he's not juvenile in the sense that he's, like, making jokes all the time, uh, but he, he is less experienced than other people, uh, and I think that in the next game, he will have a chance to grow. If they don't do that, then it's just, like, totally a missed opportunity, because, Man, they they can do so much in the next game. I I'm mm-hmm. excited. Like I'm already excited. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm gonna get too excited. But just like other heroes, maybe maybe the event. Wait, who who has the properties there? Because I think well, that's what I was thinking about. Because like Sony has the rights to Spider Man, which is why they were able to make this game. They just had an agreement with Marvel, which is why he can be in the movies. Mm-hmm. But Marvel still owns the other characters. So unless the agreement goes two ways. God, Marvel is so stupid. And they can I just want that. just Disney, honestly, I hate you guys, and so does Farouk. But if, I do. if you guys just bought everything, just buy X-Men. Buy No, buy, don't say that. <laughs> Wait, no, that would That's be really the worst cool. thing you could say. <laughs> buy Spider-Man. I do not endorse this, Disney. Do not buy everything. Okay, 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 Please okay, go okay, out of okay, business. Okay, 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 okay. That's a hot take. Indie film developer with a lot of money. Uh, can you buy every Marvel IP, please? So we can. A24, baby. We can, A24, <laughs> we want you, boys. Get on that. A24, please make a coming of age story starring Tom Holland in a video game. We need. That would be good. Help. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that they picked this universe, though, uh, going back to it, and they didn't make a video game out of Homecoming um, because just having Miles in it. Like a literal movie game? Yeah, yeah. having mm-hmm. Miles in it and making this new universe because he's in the original, like, with Miles, Peter dies. Like, Peter dies and Miles sees him die and he's like, oh, shit. 
and then Miles becomes Spider-Man. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not too scared of that spoiler. I feel like that's big and out there, especially with Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean like, like Peter has since come back, and now there's two Spider-Man. Yes. So it's like not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like this universe a lot. I think that they made a good choice, and I'm pretty sure they're they're licensing out for other superheroes. Like I think there might be more of these one-off Marvel character games, which is exciting to Please. hear. I heard that in like mm-hmm. a, a podcast, and, and I read it in like a report. I'll find the details later because that's exciting. Like if if yeah. they all have like a good team, like a Black Panther game like this would be wild. Okay, yeah. that would actually rule. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I wouldn't want to play the Thor one. I feel like that would be so boring, man. Like, <laughs> unless it was like Ragnarokish. Okay. Yes. Yes. It would have to be. But like, what does that mean? Like fun. What do like, you? What fun, makes not too but what makes Thor fun to play? Nothing. That's like he could be like God thing. of War with like his skill progression. Maybe, maybe, maybe God of War. If you did a God of War with Thor, mm-hmm. I don't think Thor. he could, he could have Mjolnir with him. I don't him. fucking know. Because that would be OP. That would be OP. I think he'd be working towards it. Uh, anyways, music, music tunes. No name. Thank you, folks. Thank you. I know. it's it, it hit me deep, too. Hmm. It hit me deep. I don't even know what to say. It was good. What are your favorite tracks off of that? Let me pull up the track list real quick. I, um, I'm a big fan of Window and mm-hmm. uh, Ace, Montego Bay as well. Uh, Raven Lene. I just love her. She's, she's The features killed it. Yes. On this. Felix did so good. Felix. So Oh, my good. God. Okay. Here's what I think. Brockhampton 2, but it's just Smino, Saba, and, and No Name. What do we think? I love that photo on Twitter <laughs> yes. that's like when Smino, Saba, and No Name are on a track and it's fucking Bad Boys 2. Yes! <laughs> that is so funny. That is so accurate. That is the funniest Chicago-based meme I've ever seen. But they're only on two tracks together. It's criminal. And it's amazing. It's, it's amazing anyway. The first one was Bad Boys 1. This new track <laughs> is Bad Boys 2. This is Chicago's oldie. I just really want them to have, like... <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank Ocean's person. A group. I just want them to make a group. That would be amazing. Not, I don't want to hear an oldie version. That... Wasn't there a group, though? Like, Save Money? That was, like, a thing? I mean, they all have their own collectives. I don't think No Name has ever been associated with them. Saba's kind of been close with I think it was Tokyo, with that stuff. Chance, Saba, I guess. And Vic? Vic, yeah. Yeah, well, there's... So that one is, um... That one is a different one with Chance okay. and Vic. Saba is involved in another one, which I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. But there's, like, a couple, like, other Chicago rappers. Um, like Joseph Chilliams who was featured on the last No Name tape. He was on Forever. He did the verse on Forever, ah. if y'all remember that one. Um, he's that dude. He's cool. I really like him. I hope he blows up, too. Um, but they're in, like, a little collective together, too. But there's a bunch. But I don't think No Name's ever been affiliated with any of them like like that. Hmm. I, I, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope they do something together. Or do do more collabs, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Once, you know, I love the... Chicago Insider. What what's your question? When is Smino dropping more stuff? I don't know. Black I don't know. Too. He's just he's just like having fun on Twitter. He has a great Twitter. He's so fucking funny on Twitter. Really? I have he's just in everyone's replies, like 
with funny gifts, like reacting to <laughs> shit. It was it's so good. Good, good. I'm happy. Um, but yeah, in terms of favorite tracks, like I don't know. Like I loved the growth on this album a lot for No Name. Like in two years, like I really feel like she's gone through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. and like is genuinely talking about it and like you can tell in like the way she's responding to things the, i like the way she addresses her audience a lot on this album mm-hmm. too she's like yeah i can be problematic too i'll rap about my pussy i'm not the anti-cardi b fuck y'all saying like yeah i like that i like that like she like takes i also like how you can tell she's a lot less self-deprecating on this yeah album. she's happy it's a happier tone she's like happy she's happy and i that makes me happy like i'm happy for her i'm glad she's doing like, well listening like, to I'm montego glad she's feeling bay good. and just hearing her verse there i was like okay get it like you popped yeah. up on, on on your whole last tape now get on it here like you're doing it yeah now tell us about your day thank you congrats on getting fucked like oprah like i'm proud yes. of you <laughs> right good for you i'm glad you want to like claim that like that's good yeah i'm happy she's not putting herself in a box too because i mean she is addressing people who are just like yeah no name only raps but like serious stuff but she can do both get you a rapper yeah, she can have both. fun she's like she can be conscious if she wants she has like she can do like a spoken word style she can do whatever she wants and she like shows that like consistently yes um you guys want to move to question zone no money zone money in corner max's thing because he's gone Yep. But uh we're going to questions. Question. Let's get a couple questions in. Yeah. Question box it. Are we we have we have a few. We can do this. We have a f- Uh we had kind of a school themed episode. We asked for some school related stuff cuz we're back in school. We're back in school. So mm-hmm. we've been on the grind. Yeah. Uh rise and grind. I'll read the first one. I got one. This is from anonymous on Tumblr. Why f- Finical aid dick me around when I gave them all the paperwork on time, then go around telling me at 8 a.m. saying my classes will be dropped, then close on Monday? So I uh, don't hmm. quite fully understand this message, but let's. Yeah, I mean, I'm confused as to the fact that your financial aid can end classes. Well, if they don't give you yeah. funding, right? I think that's what I think. Well, I mean, that that would just mean you would have to pay for the classes, but that doesn't mean, like, I just don't well, understand. Well, I mean, if you're then, like, what if you can't? If you're depending on financial aid and then they fucking yeah, I think yeah. okay, I think that, okay, that that's might that's be what they're saying. Is, is saying that's what they're saying. Well, that's twisted. Okay. I mean, we got this yeah. last month, so hopefully the the situation is is solved now. And yeah, hopefully you're, you're in hopefully school. you got through that. Yeah, because that's that's stupid. Um, Financial aid is stupid all around the board, and who, who's typing? Anonymous Nyanka. <laughs> yeah. Is that me? I guess so. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We have OSAP here. It's a whack system, which makes no sense, mm-hmm. and they don't, they're not transparent about it in a way that I feel like most financial aid for school should be. Um, and student loans, of course, suck. Uh, but we got to get yeah, that Yeah, make paper. college free, y'all. Make it free. I'm saying um we got another one here anyone want to read this This i'll do it yeah twig team i notice more and more and more how students overwork themselves at school how do you all figure out a balance of work and play when you're in school (laughs) (laughs) i mean judging by how long it took for us to do this podcast we're still figuring that out ourselves Mm -hmm. i would say (laughs) well i mean i I think it's fine 
to like not have a system yeah yeah i'm like horribly unorganized i don't i don't know like self-care is important but i don't fucking know what i'm doing like we all we're all we're all struggling sometimes you just skip class sometimes you go to every single class sometimes you go early sometimes Mm -hmm. you study at school i don't know as daniel was saying do what you gotta do schedules are stupid uh i wish i had one but honestly i just like if i feel like i've been working myself too hard with anything i'll just drop everything for the day and just watch a new show or something like binge it like maniac Mm -hmm. like i watched all of that instead of doing one little project and then i did that project like the next day before it was due Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. like give yourself time to recharge i think is like the biggest thing yeah because like we all have different amounts of energy or whatever and yeah the best thing you can do for yourself is give yourself a break yeah of course and also don't feel bad just because it's like school like i know there's a tendency for us to put so much like emphasis on school and it's like if you don't do school and you don't get all a's like you're gonna die and it's like no you're fine like this is life like school isn't the end all be all it might be really important but like it's okay like it's okay Take your yeah. time. Good for you for doing it. You know? Like yeah. Even, even trying. Like, it, it, it's fine. I, I remember, like, first and second years, I would always uh, be stressing during finals and just every single project because I was, like, procrastinating as well and I didn't think that I was giving myself enough time to do the work. Um, but then when I, whenever mm-hmm. I got my marks back, it would be, like, 80, 85. Even if I was like, fuck, like, this is it. I'm going to get expelled after this one. But, like, this year, I feel like I finally sat down, looked at all my old marks, and been like, I thought this was rock bottom, but I actually got a really good mark on this, and now I'm just way more confident in my ability to pass classes uh, and, and just write good good articles for class, because I'm in journalism, um, that I'm not worried anymore. And I feel like if you find your, your own confidence and, I don't know, don't doubt yourself too hard, then it's going to be easy. Like, don't stress over an assignment if you know you understand it it's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. damn we're getting real for a second that was kind of (laughs) real uh fortnite ha hey you guys hear about the new piss emote in fortnite okay next question uh Uh, (laughs) dad you want to get this one sure this is from um is this this might be a tagalog word actually sempre on tumblr says um hi question for twig Yesterday, I was sitting on a bench waiting for my next class, and a person came up next to me and asked me a question. I answered, but then it turned out that they were talking to someone else. Oh! That was really embarrassing. So I was wondering, what's your guys' favorite subject in school? Also, Funke, your cats are really cute. I love Damn. them. Damn. I love that the story has nothing Props to do with you. the question. They Props were like, I just you. need this off my chest. You- that was like a hybrid thing. That was a question and a comment. They like, they, they like subverted us like twist twist ending that was beautiful <laughs> yeah uh do you guys have any hot takes on this because i do wait on so what is your favorite subject in school <laughs> i think the, the embarrassing part yeah or the favorite subject? i don't care about favorite subject <laughs> honestly i don't <laughs> but i care about you don't have a favorite subject person who asked you a question and then like it wasn't directed at you that is one of my most frustrating oh. social interactions ever uh has, has that happened to you guys where you're like talking someone, but it's not to you someone's talking to you at least you think it is and then it turns out they're not after you've responded though key point after you've responded 
Ah, uh, I hate those moments really badly. Uh, I can't I mean, name anything off the top of my head because I've kind maybe, of just, like, forgotten all of them. Yeah, like, maybe in passing, but none so blatantly that it's like, oh, fuck, like, that was so embarrassing, you know? Yeah. But I've heard of that happening. I'm like, oh, fuck, is thank God that hasn't happened to me. the worst when it's not a high. Like, if it's something that it's more than a high and you're just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. what's a... And then they look at you with a look of, like, disgust. Like, you even thought they were talking to you. This is, like, <laughs> how does anybody give off that emotion to another human being? Like, mm-hmm. when, when someone thinks that I was talking to them, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I wasn't talking to you. I'm sorry. Like, I apologize for that because it's, it's horrible to make someone feel like that. Like just it's yeah like yeah if it if I did it I would be like oh my bad yeah you know? if you saw them look mm-hmm. back but most people just look and then look back at their mm-hmm. friend or whatever and keep talking they don't say anything yeah. either like there's like a look of contempt yeah, on their it's face like, like how dare you it's talk. like well fuck me right like sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly I I respond now I'm like so like oh you're not talking to me like I will say that if they just give a look. If they don't say anything, uh huh. Beca- <laughs> because what are you doing? Like, we can't have a society if you're gonna be acting like this. Like, we need rules. We live in a society. <laughs> we, yeah. we do. Yeah, like if you're gonna like give that, if you're not gonna be specific and be like, "Hey, Daniel, what is the answer to this question?" And if you just say like, "What's the answer to this?" and I turn around and I answer, bro, and you're pissed. Mm-hmm. Boy, I would go off. Yeah, no. When there's no proper noun, I think the question is fair game. Yeah. You know? Like, anyone can just dive in. People just be talking. I want to start going into general rooms and just start talking and see who thinks I'm talking to them. (laughs) And I will take any answer I get. (laughs) What are you going to ask them? I don't know. I like it. I'll I'll figure it out. (laughs) It's the beginning of something that we all need. Uh, Favorite subject, guys? Favorite subject? I mean, I'm taking a bunch of film classes. Those are cool. I take like the 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 social justice, women's and gender studies classes. SJW, cool. SJW, like SJW. <laughs> yeah, I like the philosophy classes. I'm a post structuralist. I love Foucault. Those are Michelle, my favorite subjects. That guy. Yeah, I love him. That guy. Um, Dope. I'm mm, for me. I'm in like I'm studying sociology, and I'm also like minoring in like diaspora studies. So I like stuff that's related to racial or ethnic inequality in canada more sjw stuff i think hmm. yeah um, everything i do is either fun. art or sjw um it's really fun it's so interesting it's great i like that i respect that except i hate art and activism. sjw's and my favorite okay, course hates them. my favorite course is conservatism 101 is, yeah <laughs> oh I, sorry complete side note uh daniel do you remember daniel cook yeah. Oh, I know. He's like the club leader of like a young conservative. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Funke was telling me about that the other day. So my Canadian wow. icon. Yeah, he, he, what the fuck is up with him? Daniel Cook, I'm if so you're mad. listening, one, we got to get you on the show, bro. Uh <laughs> two, what the hell is wrong with you? He's out of Peterson lecture right now. Oh, I swear. My gosh. Oh my gosh. He like drops any course that Peterson isn't teaching. Like he's like, no, I need the best of the best teaching me this one. No snowflakes. Let me learn about lobsters. (laughs) Um my favorite course. I love these Canadian memes. 
What's your favorite course, fuck okay. <laughs> Let us have though, something. Let us have some. We gotta listen about your Netflixes. What, what's fun? <laughs> no, I know. I wasn't joking there. I love it. Okay. I love that our Canadian audience is getting this bread. Good, please. Uh, this is CBC approved. Like, we can actually put this <laughs> in the CBC. It's Canadian content. <laughs> Broadcast. They have to CNN air us. CanCon. Uh, my favorite course is uh, toss up between critical opinion writing or uh, feature writing. Uh, they're being taught by mm. two very, very great writers who are in the field right now. Um, I don't want to say their names, but they're they're so smart. Like, I just emailed them for help, um, and they emailed back with, like, a page of response. And I'm just like, wow, thank you. Like, oh, that I had to send an invoice for uh, uh, the article I wrote for IGN, and they were like, yo, like, here here is the way to send an invoice. Like, they just walked me through it, and I was like, oh, thank you, like, I didn't know how to do this at all. They, IGN was just like, yo, mm. send your invoice here. And I was like, what? What? what, what the, how, uh, and they walked me through it. And I just, like, love those courses because I want to be writing opinion pieces. I want to be writing features about cool stuff. And I, I guess we've yeah. been doing that here. But it's nice to, like, strengthen that a lot more and get some yeah. good feedback from people who, like, this is – that's what they do for a living. Uh, Definitely. And I just I'm so happy that this program is letting me do that. Uh, yeah, I'm not the best in class. Like I do have an assignment that is due technically today. Um, Wig. Uh, Wig. Yeah, the the people didn't contact me back though, so it's not all my fault. Um, Mood. But yeah, I mean, I just I just like that I can talk to real people and not just robot professors who don't care about. Uh, me or what I'm doing or the craft itself of the written word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you, by the way. My cats are very cute. Um, they're kind of crazy right now. Joe Mama has been like bolting downstairs into the basement, basement uh, for no reason recently. Like I wake up and then he's like, <laughs> then he goes downstairs <laughs> and I never see him for the rest of the day. So and then he comes back and then he comes back to sleep. So I wonder what he's doing. That's sweet. I've been seeing a lot of cats lately, and it's making me really emotional. Like, I really need a cat in my life soon. Just Oh, my God. I let one. the neighborhood cat into my house. That's what that cat was? It's a neighborhood oh, cat, yeah. I, Daniel, uh, I wanted to call it disgusting, but I was like, maybe that's your cat. So I did. Why? It, disgusting why? It was, like, soggy. <laughs> well, it was raining outside. I don't know. It's a neighborhood cat. It's a stray, okay? Like... I don't know. This cat is with the shits, okay? This it's cat in is with the, the shits. Screets with a K. No, it looks like I was watching like some cooking videos today. Stop. <laughs> I was watching cooking videos with it today. Like it ended up like climbing on my couch and lying down with me, and it was the best oh, thing. Don't say that. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. Uh, for the Twig team, <laughs> what is the strangest moment that has happened to you in school so far? Have you ever had a weird teacher, weird classmate? Weirdest, strangest moment that's happened to you in school so far? Hmm. I gotta dig deep for this. Oh, I, I know it. Go. This is how you know as a film major that I don't do any real work. Um, I was taking a screenwriting class. Woo. And my professor was like, hold on. And turned on this YouTube video. And I think, I don't remember what the song was. I think it was like Bohemian Rhapsody. Like something like that. You know, something, same kind of vibe. Some old white band type music. Classic. <laughs> He turns on the YouTube video on, like, the, the projector with the speakers, leaves the room, waits for the beat 
to change to get <laughs> epic walks back into so the room sick. hell yeah and performs like a performance art thing and then he says you are now halfway through this course we're we're nearing the climax Do you want to die i am no longer your professor i am a hologram of your professor <laughs> and i was like okay also this is the same professor that i am convinced is larry david <laughs> That I've told wow. you all about. He looks just like Larry David. Did you send us so a So that picture? made it even better. A- I've sent you a picture, yes. I, it's out of my memory, but it's, I will try to remember it. So that would be one of the strangest things I've experienced in a classroom in terms of a weird teacher. What? And that's how you know I don't do any real work in school. Any weird classmates? I have a weird classmate story. Oh, I want to hear this. It's, it's not too big of a thing. Are you worried like, they're going to hear it? Because I am. Oh, I'm not. I'm not worried. I don't know this person at all. Um, well, like, it's like, it's a minor thing, and that's when you know that I haven't been super involved with campus life. Anyways, You're in clubs. Him, what are you saying? I am, but, like, mm, this is still the weirdest okay. thing. So I show up to my Sociology 100 class, and I just sit down, and I start taking notes. And just, like, I'm typing, and I'm typing, and I hear, like, two dudes in the back row just start talking, and, like, rustling around. And I turn around, and this dude has his shoes off, feet out, resting on, like, the seat right, directly to my right. And I stayed there. I sat down in the seat. Anyways, because I was just so tired of school. It was, like, midterm at that point. Damn. But, yeah, there were, there was raw feet. Damn. Just right in front of me. Raw. On, like, a Wednesday morning. It was Wednesday fucked. morning raw feet. Daniel, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you square Wednesday up? Morning Rafi is the worst band camp band I've ever heard. <laughs> Daniel, why didn't you just square up right then and there? Like, square I was thinking, up! Square up! I wanted to tickle their feet. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Pause. We'll remove that for you, but... <laughs> no, 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 you can leave that one in. <laughs> Daniel wants it in. I want to tickle feet. I want the world to be... Like, I want the world to know that I like tickling feet. Okay, actually, that's really you can cut weird. that one. You can cut that one <laughs> cut out. That one out <laughs> actually, maybe. I will. Oh my god. Um, I guess mine's not too funny. Weird. It's just like nothing against this guy. It's it's this person of color who is ride or die for white people. Uh, you guys uh, all know the type. Interesting. When anyone says anything about race, he's just like, "Well, what if it was a white person?" Stop. Uh, and I'm just like, go, shut Wonderful. the fuck up. <laughs> like, I, I've waited, though. I've waited because people in my program know me. A couple of them have been like, funky, don't go off. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Everyone's unique. Everyone's quirky in their own way. I'll let them be quirky. Uh, but what, what really ticked me off last time, oh, a couple of things ticked me off during this presentation. Um, we had a person from a local Toronto magazine who's a theater critic, who was talking about how he did he let uh, this writer, a freelance writer, be like, hey, I don't want to review any white movies cause, or white plays because I feel like there's too many of them. I just want to like see plays about marginalized experiences and write about them. And the editor was like, sure, you can do that. So uh, what we'll call this guy? Uncle Tom was like, <laughs> um... <laughs> This is a presentation, right? Like a, a, a guest speaker came into our classroom. He was like, um, so if you were to do that to a white person, would that be okay? If a white person said they only wanted to write about white things? 
and everyone just like stopped, like let out a, a like a concurrent sigh at him, and was just like, "Oh man, like it's nine a.m. Like why are you doing this right now? Please stop talking." And then it was just like a literal twenty-minute conversation trying to explain it to this kid, and it didn't go through. He was still caping for the white yeah, people. At the yeah, yeah. I mean, he does it every every class now, and people just like don't even like take the bait. Um, but next time he does it, I'm just going off. Uh, this is just a disclaimer for if I come back in two weeks and I tell you I went off, this is why. This is why it's happening. Also, I'm excited. During that presentation where we had the had the uh, guest speaker, this girl was talking behind me the whole time, and mm-hmm. I waited. I waited. I was like, okay, 20 minutes. You just got in. You, you want to talk to your friend? Okay, do whatever you do your thing. 25 minutes? I was like, oh, she better shut up. She better stop talking. <laughs> I know she's not going to do this for five more minutes. Because if she does, internal clock, I'm going off. Um, she did. Uh, it was 30 minutes of her talking behind me. I couldn't hear the, the presenter. Uh, and... I turned around and I said, hey, no offense, but you're being loud as fuck right now. Uh, and she was like, oh. and I was like, what are you, like, you scoffing at me for? Like, <laughs> you're talking right now. Like, You've been talking for 30 minutes You've been minutes talking. Straight. And then, wow. and then she's talking about me. Like, I can't <laughs> hear her. What the? She, she was like, oh, this guy sucks. Like, like to her friend and i was like what like i didn't even know what to do i didn't even know how to react there because like does she think that i can't hear her now like like does she think i can't hear or is she just saying that to provoke me and i didn't know and she checkmated me like i didn't know what to do i was like should should i turn around and roast her ass she looks like she was constantly saying uh all the time and i i let her off i let her off the hook but she's another That's a one. power move. She's yeah, that was a huge power move on her part. That's another one. There's two people in my class, weird as fuck. I I will snap. You know that picture of Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> Where he's like, uh, I don't know how many times I have to tell you, but I will snap. And I th- it's uh, it's in the back of yeah, my brain. It's that's me. Um when I when yeah. I have to go to class ever I'm I'm mm-hmm. already at 99% and anything can tip me over. If I have to leave my house to go to class and learn and someone's messing with me, I'm mad. That's fair. Um, but yeah, that's not as um, more angry and upsetting than weird, but that was a, a recent experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Farouk, do you want to? I'll read it for you. The next question. Hi, okay. Farouk. <laughs> this is a question for the Twig podcast. Do you have any advice? Whoa. Why are they just asking Farouk? Or are they? Is it just for you, Farouk? I don't know. For Farouk to answer on the Twig podcast, okay. but just Farouk alone. I don't know. Anyway. Y'all are allowed to answer. We can answer too, I guess. I guess so. Uh, do you have any advice for someone who feels guilty that they aren't working hard enough? I know I shouldn't overwork myself, but it's hard to make myself understand that I need to rest as well, too. Thanks. So I guess I should go first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use something I heard like two days ago at a panel um, that I thought was really beautiful. Um, the panel was on 
kind of queer liberation. It was this uh, gay man speaking on queerness, sexual liberation, etc. And he said, um, okay. um, he said, sometimes I feel like I'm not black enough. Sometimes I feel like I'm not queer enough, but I'm practicing being me enough. And I thought that was so sweet. Mm. Um, so just be you. You're enough. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, I, you know, to boil it down to like the funny thing we say all the time is you are so valid. Like you are so <laughs> valid. It's okay. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with what you're doing. Like you can always get better, but take your time and chill out. Can we get that on a shirt? You're so valid. We need to start merging so this valid. shit. You're so valid. Can that be, be the title, please? <laughs> okay. You are so valid. You are so valid. No, people are gonna think this is a self-help podcast. <laughs> uh, I guess it kind of is. The later, the latter half is is definitely very in our feelings, Kiki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So that's my advice. Yeah. I I guess I can go next. Um. I think that like success. Not to sound like a YouTube. Like, ad. <laughs> I think there's no <laughs> way you can talk about this without sounding like that. Well, okay, okay. So we all understand. Bear with me. Bear with me. Success is, like, a progress. Mm. And, like, a lot of success is just about luck. Don't forget to hit like. Don't forget to hit like. Success is, like, some of it is, like, it has to do with, like, the technical skills, t- technical skills that you work on in your life. But then, like, another half of it is just, like, pure Timing. luck. Like, just being in the right place at the right time so like that being said okay also there are a lot of years in life and there are a lot of days so and, like, true. There's a lot. <laughs> right like it's kind of wild how time works um so really just i think kind of go with the flow like i don't think a lot of things in life are predictable and like that was like a mental hurdle that i had to get over like i can't predict everything and so, in light of that, just, you know, do whatever. And have fun doing Dr. it. Like, can. Personal happiness is important, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I haven't, I haven't learned that lesson, honestly. Like, in a real way, like, I definitely have not. Like, I don't know properly when to rest. Because I'm, I just, I think I do a lot. And it's... I wish I knew. I like I I mm-hmm. honestly do wish I knew when I could just chill because it, even when I'm like watching a, a movie or a, a show to procrastinate, I'm still thinking of like what could I do with this? Like could I like write about this? Could I talk about this to other people? Mm. Like could I, I and that doesn't turn off in my head. And I guess that's why I'm going into the grind don't stop. It doesn't. And it's like a it's a blessing and a curse. Like uh I, I guess that's why I'm going into this field of of podcasting and writing and, and, and freelancing as well. Like, I, I'm just going to – if you haven't seen on, on Twitter or whatever, on Planner Ground, I, I wrote an article for IGN the other day, and that was, like, a dream of mine since I was, I was 12 years old. I was like, this is it. Like, once you write it for them, mm-hmm. like, you've made it. Um, but – I don't feel like that. Like, I, I definitely feel like I still want to grow and, and change. Like, I, I look at that article, I'm like, okay. Uh, I read the criticism, and if there was, if I were to rewrite it, I would have done it differently, and I would have, like, changed some things. And I, I feel like 
overworking for me personally is is because I'm a, a perfectionist and a, a, a completionist at heart. Uh, and I think that also goes into like why I don't finish games sometimes because I feel like <laughs> I have to do every single thing in them and then I get overwhelmed by that thought and I just drop it. Like I just stop doing that and I, and I play something mm-hmm. else. And I think sometimes for some people you can't stop working. Like you, your brain can't stop working. And I guess it's just all about channeling that energy into something that's that's not uh, stressful uh, and, and learning how to, I guess, suppress that feeling because it's it's not a good feeling at all times. Like you do, you can do a lot of, of stuff, but at the end of the day, like you sometimes just want to chill out mm-hmm. and you can. Uh, and I guess it's it's just a matter of like consistently convincing yourself that you can take a break and you don't have to mm-hmm. keep going at 150%. You can just do you because everyone else is doing them and as daniel said like about uh success it is definitely about like just connections and right time like right people you know like Mm -hmm. i don't know like it's like for the ign thing going back to that like if i didn't send the email at that time like reaching out to them i wouldn't have done it like this this wouldn't happen and i mean i i still would have been on the grind i guess but Work is stupid and hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you, I mean, you obviously understand by this, sending this question in, you understand that you need to make time for yourself and not work all the time. Uh, and I guess that's the first step to solving the problem uh, and coming mm-hmm. up with, with a solution that's tailored to you because there's no right answer for everyone. It's not like everyone's just like, oh, I can just make time for myself. I'll do that. Uh, no, like everyone has their own vices and their own weird cognitive things that like make them act how they act. And I guess you mm-hmm. got to like mm-hmm. spend a couple of days and just figure yourself out. Like right. definitely. Yeah. I'm starting to ramble on for mm. that, but yeah, definitely. And I think like the worst thing that you can do in a situation like this is compare yourself to other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, I find myself doing that a lot like Oh, this celebrity made it, and they're, like, fucking 17, 18. Yes. Like, what What the hell am I doing? But, like... Right. It's... Again... It's a different path. We're not walking in the I same like, direction, at the same play, pace, in the same place. I feel like that's the worst advice, but also the best advice, in the same sense. Because, like, when I say that, I'm like, yeah, like, don't compare yourself to others, but... I mean, I still do. Like, it doesn't just, like, mm-hmm. you're saying that doesn't stop that from happening because that's... You right. have to tr- really you have to, like, try. I think being aware of it... Be- being aware least. of it is, like, definitely key because, like, I... Yeah. Let's say we think of, like, Lil Pump or something. How old is that dude? Like, that guy does some Five? dumb shit. And he's popping Five. off. Yeah. But yeah. then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to compare myself with him because, like, completely different situations. Uh, and I also wouldn't w- want to be him. Yeah. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would also say, like, one quick thing is, like, you know, sometimes I feel like I need, like, similarly, like, these people made it at this age, so I gotta work even harder to catch up. Like, chill out. Like, you will get there. Like, you are putting in the work. You, you will, like, things will start to open up, you know? It's not, again, like, everyone's path is different, you know? And just because you do something at 20 versus 25 versus 28 versus 30 versus 60 like you know whenever you decide to accomplish a particular thing is totally okay they're like 
I feel like there's also a sense of ageism there that we need to get everything done in this yeah in this certain amount of time, and it's just like it's like if you if you end up being sixty years old and you decide I want to go back to school, great, good for you, do it. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the path or the directions that you take because only you have your thought processes and your actions and your decisions and your experiences. That is so true. Yeah. Um, well, good luck with that, because that's hard. You got this. It's hard. Uh, you do got this. And, yeah, reach out to any of us if you want to talk about it more, because I feel like we'll have, Absolutely. We'll have more mm-hmm. uh, questions. You can ask us, DM us, I think. We're, we're all fine with that. Yeah. Because um, that's... We're all on Tumblr, Twitter. That's some real shit. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We DM on me LinkedIn. on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. Let's make those connections on LinkedIn. <laughs> yes. Please connect. Um, we also, Farouk, you got another message here. Uh, hey Farouk, a couple months ago, you answered a question I had asked on Twig on how to move on from a friend. Your advice honestly moved me and I've really taken it to heart. Now I feel so much more at peace with myself and I feel better equipped to handle loss. LOL. Anyways, I just wanted to say that I'm really grateful and appreciate your presence and insight on Twig. Thank you, Farouk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, whoever sent this fucking message. I'm so shook that any advice I've done on this damn podcast was actually helpful. I'm so... I'm so proud of you. I'm really glad. That was really good. Because we say a lot of dumb shit here, and I'm glad that... We say so much. What's the ratio? It's like 90-10. We get ratio. We do get ratio. We ratio ourselves on the podcast. But every once but in a I'm while. I'm so glad that that could help someone. Good job, Freak. Really. That's was, that was beautiful. Um, do you guys want to pack? Oh, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. We're, I thought this was gonna We're going to be a shorter one. We went off. Um, mm-hmm. do you, let's, let's wrap some up. Uh, That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was us for an hour and a half. Um, thank you so much for listening to us ramble and talk and give some insight on life while talking about pop culture and games. That's us. Uh, Twig is our fireside chat where we talk about anything. Uh, thanks for listening. It's for our site, Play Underground, where we also write and make videos and make other podcasts, including a new one that's launching late October. Sick this month. Thank you. They call me the Segway Man. It's called Spellcast. Thank you for coming up with that name, Funke. It was genius. <laughs> no problem. I, I liked it a lot. It's it's about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the new gritty uh, TV show that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, in the same vein as Exciting. Riverdale because it is made by the same producers as Riverdale. Um, and yeah, I'm doing it with my friend Isabel. It's going to be pretty fun. It's just going to be like basically a watch-along podcast airing the next day or a couple days after the episode is released. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. Join us on our journey watching the, this spooky show. Uh, I hope it's good because I loved <laughs> the sitcom, but this is, this is nothing like that. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I thought Max was the Segway guy. Oh, oh yes, he actually is. Uh, if you, yeah. what was, that's a, that's an inside joke Please for all Google the people Segway who are into, who, for the people who are into pug lore. How do we... They know. How do we... What was he called again? 
Because I'm not. If you could go, this is the Segway oh, guy? guy. No, that's Happy Wheels. No, yeah, because no. I was the all the SEO was taken by it. Hot Dog Guy of Destiny. If you look that up, I'm there. Lucky yeah, Segway Guy. No, Segway Guy doesn't come up. Matt Max will probably know. We'll have to we'll ask. ask. Max will know. Yeah, uh, just at him on Twitter if you want to. He's at Betatite. Um, Farouk, what are you at? I'm at Farouk Canute. That's F A R O U K K A N N O U. You cut out. What are the first oh, yeah. three letters of that? F A R. Okay, Farouk Canute. Uh, Daniel, what's your ad on Twitter? Uh, I am at N W N I E L. Nwinyol. I do a little Nguyen-Yol. like a little face when I read your name. That's that's the point Is it? of it. I'm glad that you got it. No, I just came up with that <laughs> being a point. But I'm You're really incredible. glad. You're a genius. That's You're such a fucking genius. Uh, it's like an upside-down uwu. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is. And I'm at Funky McFly on Twitter. And I bought a knife the other day for a dollar and sixty cents. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, it's, it's Do we have any other important announcements <laughs> for Pug? I'm going to write something eventually, y'all. I swear. We've we've been busy. Honestly, like I want us to have something at least once a week. I we should try to get on that grind. Um but mm-hmm. yeah, we're Y'all, can we do a good place cast? Do you want to? Can we please? I want to do, do a good place cast. Do you feel like cast. it's too late though? Like it's there's already two episodes out. Well, we can do we can play catch up. Do you want to? Okay. Perhaps. That's that's We'll put that in the that air. We yeah, well, uh, let's talk about that later cuz I'm down to do a watch along for that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, stay up to date. We're on Twitter. Play Underground is at Pugzine, I think so. And yep, yeah. Thank you for listening. What do we say now? Later, gamers. Later, gamers. So long, gay Bowser. Ha, ha, ha.